This is the Behind the Badge podcast with me, Daniel Freeman. And me, James Roberts. Each episode we'll be chatting Oxford United with the names of yesteryear. Whether it be a former player, manager or chairman, our aim will be to listen to their story. Behind the Badge is an unofficial podcast that digs deep into the highs and lows of Oxford United's history. We hope you enjoy it. Okay, welcome to Behind the Badge, a working title we must uh, express for this uh, unofficial Oxford United podcast, which will uh, involve myself, Daniel Freeman and James Roberts. James, how are you doing? You okay? Yeah, we're good. Thank you. Uh, Looking forward to getting our teeth stuck into this. Uh, It's been uh, in the works for a while, uh, as is the title as well. So uh, (laughs) we'll we'll go on and uh, it should be quite exciting. Yeah, it's it's a start. Um, and, and, And basically... Um, what we hope is and what we know is we're going to be speaking to a a plethora of former Oxford United uh, players, managers, people that have been on the board, a chairman, uh, people that have reported on Oxford United from a national perspective, uh, just to, just to get some just get some different stories, stuff that we maybe sort of have heard rumblings of in the past or something like that, and and and, and something that we could add a bit more flavour to, maybe a bit more clarity, uh, and find out it you know behind that badge exactly what uh, what has been happening at our at our football club in the last sort of twenty twenty five years. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's all about the different perspectives. It, you know, you see a lot of legends spoken to, but it might not be the the people that you necessarily think. Oh, you know, they're in a an Oxford United club legend, it'll be the people that have been, you know, there at the nitty gritty, the good, the bad, all the sort of, uh, you know, wonderful stories that we've had uh, at this club over, well, decades really. So, uh, yeah, I think it should be a real, a real mix of views and, and, and some hopefully really interesting and exciting stories. So let's um, give you a taste of the, the people that we've invited, have said that they will speak with us and um, hopefully they'll, they'll follow that through. Andy Burgess, um, I think, is, is is a bit of a headline act in, in my eyes because, you know, the, the mercurial, um, you know, the way that he played, he saw some fantastic goals, went missing maybe when we needed them the most towards the, the end of that first season when we got relegated to the conference. I, I, I think... And he speaks very well, and he's had a comp- he's had a career in football beyond that. Now he's manager at AFC Rushton and Diamonds, so I, I think he'd be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And, and also, should I say, recently uh, appointed Chris Wilmot, a uh, former Oxford teammate, as his assistant yeah. as well. So um, yeah, uh, that Oxford United link sort of stays strong with him. You know, I, I think a lot of people know Andy Burgess. He is a good talker, and uh, yeah, he's. he's he's been at some quite big clubs, whether playing or or managing as well. So uh, yeah. He'll be. Uh, he'll certainly be worth a listen. Uh, Andy Wing um, playing a big role um, in non-league football uh, at the moment at Banbury United had a fantastic 102 point season uh, for them and promotion to the national leagues. And um, you know, involved at the club at a time when we had the the derbies against Swindon, the, you know, the, 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 those wins, and, and probably at a time when you know he he will admit more than anyone that that we should have done better. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure he'd like us to mention the goal against Rochdale as well, because uh, whenever Andy Wing comes up, it's uh, it's the photo with Akin Fenwer and the goal against Rochdale. But um, yeah, those those years were, were really interesting. A lot of hope, obviously, coming back into the Football League, a lot of promotion pushes that looked sort of set around Christmas and maybe faded away in the spring, as unfortunately we've seen so many times. But but yeah, obviously, you know, a great guy, a great character, you know, 
Oxford fans loved and and then went on to the coaching staff as well. So it's had a real kind of impact in a relatively short time, a real sort of lasting impact. Ian Atkins, um, who I um, who certainly still involved in football at various levels, have been doing scouting um, for for various big clubs overseas as well as in England. And you know, I think um, you know, there's people at the football club now who, who say that this man left a mark on the club and, and the way that they work, taking the club into you know the 21st century in terms of the way that they acted both on and off the pitch. And I think he's got a, a, a you know. A good, a good few stories to tell. Yeah, absolutely. Super interesting guy who had a pretty good playing career as well. I think it must be said. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, he's um, for me, he's always synonymous with the time I started watching football, sort of early two thousands. Um, a couple of years of, of again going so close to, to promotion, um, and actually when he left was kind of you know that that downturn that had been sort of managed maybe for a few years uh, really sort of started to spiral, unfortunately, and. Uh, yeah, I think he's, you know, we've heard him on, on other podcasts, but it'd be great to kind of get a real sort of insight into his time at the club, obviously working under Firoz Kassam, if that's not a swear word on this, um, uh, just, to, just to sort of find out, uh, you know, really sort of how, how it was working in that environment and, and what it was like, what Oxford United sort of meant to him at the time. Someone that said that they'll do do it, but probably later on in the summer is Scott Davis. Obviously, he's got a, a big story to tell and something that we, we you know we'd like to to get involved with in terms of promoting his story to to hopefully help other people. Um, he's um, you know he, he's done a lot to help. Um, I would imagine younger footballers and, and footballer footballers of older ages in terms of sort of any gambling issues. But obviously, there there is a player in there um and um yeah he he had a he had a, he had a good playing career himself as well yeah and still going at slough town down in uh, in national league south as well i was actually speaking to their uh, assistant manager uh recently for for a separate story and, and asked him about scott davis and he said you know genuine inspiration there not just on the pitch with the way he kind of probably leads younger players but also sort of the guidance he gives off it as well and still a very talented player. I saw him play against Oxford City on Boxing Day and, uh, you know, someone who I think on his day on the pitch was capable of probably playing higher. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll club these guys together. Jim White, Jason Burt and Phil McNulty. Jim White um, has confirmed. Uh, we're hoping to hear back uh, from Jason Burt and, uh, and Phil McNulty. Um, you know, national, international uh, level uh, football reporters who've found a home uh, within Oxford and, and and following Oxford United, and uh, it's always good to sort of grasp, I suppose, where where United stand in 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 their in their lives and and, and comparing them to, to what's going on elsewhere. I think that they, that they they always speak very highly of the club, so it'll be interesting to find out exactly why and um, you know what 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 else we can learn from them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's not rare to see some of these guys at, at the Kassam Stadium as well, and. You know, they've always been sort of big supporters of, of the Oxford, Oxford Mail as well, um, sort of when I've been there. So uh, it's kind of a real, uh, you know, it's, it's a different insight, maybe something you wouldn't normally get. Uh, but, you know, these guys, they know so much about the inner workings of football uh, beyond the football club. So uh, that kind of the way that sort of tallies with them, with their love of Oxford United should be a really interesting listen. And we uh, we also have an era which 
Um, I suppose Chris Hargreaves can can have a, a foot in both, obviously, the, the, the bad day, the worst day in the club's history, relegation to the conference, but he was obviously also there. Um, not so much on the pitch because his playing time was, was 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 few and far between, but certainly behind the scenes in the promotion winning team that won at Wembley. Obviously, alongside Chris Wilder and Kelvin Thomas and other people that we want to speak to and will be speaking to as well. Yeah, Chris Hargreaves, again, such a great speaker and, and someone who's sort of playing his own career in coaching as well. And I think everyone remembers a, a famous sort of post-match interview in the relegation season where he uh, sort of really laid it on the line. And, and, you know, I think he earned a lot of respect from the fan base as well as probably his teammates for that as well. And he'll be, uh, he'll be certainly someone that, you know, is an example of a, a time where maybe following Oxford United was not the greatest joy, but uh you know, those are where you get the really, I think, real stories. So it should be a, should be sort of really fascinating to hear just what it was like at the club at a time where maybe things weren't going so well. And a couple of chaps that scored important goals in different eras, really. Jefferson Louis and Jack Midson. Uh, Jack Midson definitely should never have been let go and is, is the answer to every single goal-scoring problem whenever the transfer windows come up. And um, obviously, Jefferson Louis for his... Uh, Antics post-match after, uh, I don't know, luckily Steve Basham, I suppose, didn't get that, that final touch on that goal because maybe we wouldn't even be mentioning Jefferson Louis now. Absolutely, although he's still uh, you know, creating exploits in uh, down in the Southern League with North League, getting them promoted yeah, literally a, a few weeks ago. Uh, you know, Maybe if Oxford hadn't got Sam Baldock on a two-year deal, he might have been the answer. <laughs> Imagine uh, a Louis... Midson and, and Matty Taylor front three. Um, anyway, back to the serious talk. But uh, yeah, it, you know, interesting guys. Jefferson Louis as well. You know, you've literally lost count of how many clubs he's played for. I think it's over forty at this point. Um, so, uh, so yeah, and, and Jack Midson. Who knows what his Oxford career would have been? Uh, would have been like if he'd never been let go. Maybe he'll have an idea and he can give his insights on that. Absolutely. That's um, that's what it's all about then. As I say, it's very much a work in progress in terms of the podcast, in terms of the title, Behind the Badge, um, which is an unofficial look from our perspective at the goings-on at Oxford United with a variety of characters uh, which have uh, blessed us with their presence in the last, what well, we'll go back, say, say 25 years or so. So I'm Daniel Freeman and uh, James Roberts, and uh, we'll look forward to uh, speaking with you soon. Thank you for listening to Behind the Badge. Stay across our social media platforms for our next podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Behind the Underscore Badge, or if you want to email us, it's Behind the Badge 1893 at gmail.com.